I'm Nicole Jones, and you are listening to Mediocre to Masterful. This podcast helps you master your goals, activate your plans, and manifest your purpose. So as you can tell by the title, I want to talk about help in your business. I don't know where this concept of, you know, literally doing everything on your own comes from, where it derives, like for whatever reason, when it comes to setting up shops, setting up your business, or even going to school or just any big milestone that you want to achieve in your life, there is this innate feeling of wanting to do it all on your own. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you can do it by yourself and just get focused and it's something that you want to achieve because you want to stay committed to your mission, awesome. Do your thing. But when it comes to wanting to expand, wanting to scale, want to reach a larger audience, want to tap into a new demographic, want to be able to produce and actually, you know, push out and have a lot more output in your business, we need help. I need help. (laughs) And I want to basically in this particular episode, discover and understand, you know, and just really talk through where this concept comes from and what the importance of actually asking for help provides in your business. So when I think back to just culturally in the, in the black community, there is just this um, unspoken rule that you just do everything on your own. And I, and I think this can attest to anyone who's grown up, but seeing your parents or in some cases your dad, or in most cases, your mom, if they were, you know, single parents, literally taking the brunt of everything, being able to do everything on their own, providing for you, you know, providing a roof over your head and food on the table. And it's just this unspoken rule that if you are asking for help, then something is wrong, which, and honestly, there might be a financial (laughs) issue going on that, you know, some people, a lot of people don't like to talk about, but it doesn't mean that there is something wrong with asking for help. And I feel like in, in our culture, there is just this negative connotation for asking for help. Now, when we revert that back to our business, and the goals that we have in our lives, that same concept kind of like bleeds over into that space as well. And we have this, just this understanding that asking for help means that something is wrong. That if I'm asking for help in my business, it's on its way down, or I don't have, you know, the resources or the money to keep this business afloat if I ask for help. When in reality, And I think we're all discovering this. If you haven't already been on the other side and you have like a whole team and some contractors on your business, it really shows that there is opportunity for growth, for expansion, and that asking for help allows you to work on your business versus being in your business 24-8. And I think this is important because, I mean, If you are starting an LLC or whatever, you know, acronym that comes behind your business, my thought is your ultimate goal is that you want to be able to expand it so much so that it is a thriving, cash flowing, generating business and that you have the right people that can help fuel 
and continue to pump and place output in your business to meet the audience that you're serving. And in order to actually reach that level of success and growth, we need to be able to rely on those around us, people who are experts in different areas that can provide helpful resources and tools and insight and just knowledge and just mentorship as well when it comes to the growth of our business. In some cases, you might not even realize you're doing this until you realize you're doing this by listening to this particular episode. So I say all that to say, lean on those that can provide you with the help that you need for your business to grow. Case in point, this year I have outsourced podcast editing like nobody's business because I just do not have the time. (laughs) Like I have other things that I want to work in within the business. There are other ventures. I have a nine to five. So I want to be able to balance my time the best way and the smart way. So I knew over time, I mean, just to get started with this particular platform, I had to put in a lot of the groundwork myself because I wanted to understand what the process entailed. I wanted to be able be able to time myself when I recorded episodes and when I edited episodes. And of course, when I first started, it took hours because I was learning. I was doing YouTube University. I was trying to get used to these different editing audio tools. Um, so initially, that time took hours and I mean hours. Over time, I got to the point where I've been able to cut my editing at down to an hour and the actual recording to a little less than 30 minutes, sometimes a little bit over for these particular episodes, which is great. So I've been able to cut that time in half. I've been monitoring my time over the years of this episode, just so when I got to the point where I was going to outsource, because I always had in my mind, eventually I'll be able to hire somebody to do this for me, but I need to understand this for myself. I need to write down my own steps. I need to time myself on how long this takes. And then I can then reach out to people who I can, you know, do one-off jobs, contract jobs to help me do this. And they should be able to edit my episodes in the same time that I can, if not less. So when you think about your own business, think about some of the most tedious tasks that you have going on in your business, something that takes an enormous amount of time, and it really is almost a time suck to other more important, more cash flowing opportunities in your business. So it might be taking away from sales. It might be taking away from product development. It might be taking away from actually having conversations and actually meeting with potential clients or sponsors. Um, So just think about those tedious tasks that you spend way too much time on and you know it would benefit you greatly. I mean, hours upon hours by hiring someone else to do this job for you. Now, going back to my example, what has this allowed me to do? since being able to outsource this particular role? Well, it definitely has allowed me more time to be more creative in my business, think about more products that I want to create, online courses that I want to develop, and actually um, play around with the ideation phase and the strategy of how that will actually be executed. So once I've actually recorded my episodes, which I typically do batch recording, which means for a block of time, 
I will batch record a number of episodes. So for this season, I batch recorded last year um, for the podcast brunch. If you haven't seen that, be sure to check around on the website to see past information as well as on YouTube on how the brunch turned out because it was awesome. So that allowed me more time to um, just batch record, put all the information into one. And then, you know, earlier this year, I did some more recordings within a specific time frame. So once all of those were done, all I had to literally do was pick up those files and then drop them to the editor all at once. And it was the most, (laughs) the most fulfilling and gratifying feeling I could ever imagine. And to be able to just be walking around in Target or, you know, shopping or what have you and receive a text message that your podcast edits are done. Like, oh my God, I had time to like shop. I had time to enjoy the park or be outside and not in the house editing my life away. So just think back to your own, you know, work that you know for a fact that you can offload and how you can actually outsource that particular role. And when you think about it, one of the main questions that typically comes up is, okay, where do I find this help? Well, what I've been using is Fiverr. Fiverr has been God sent. And I literally just researched the different resources that I need. I've done some graphic design research and as well as the podcast editing. And I hope to continue to do more because the services are just that awesome and that great. Um, but Fiverr is a great option. Upworks, of course, is a great option. But of course, Instagram and different social media platforms, YouTubers who are you know sharing their their expertise online. These are people that you can contact and reach out to. Of course, leverage your network. If the type of service that you're looking for is not in these particular channels, leverage your network of people, your circle, and ask them, hey, do you know someone in this field that is looking for a job or can do like some one-off jobs or a contract role? Leverage your community because they will also let you know and steer you in the right direction. They will have one-on-one feedback for you or can get some validated information to see how this person works if they're not online, like on a Fiverr or something. So definitely leverage that. And then of course you can always post that you're looking for a particular role to be filled on your platforms, on your website, through a text to your friends, just leverage the resources around you to figure out, okay, how am I going to get somebody to help me with this? Because I'm just eating up too much time that can be spent elsewhere. Another thing to consider, because I I feel like this is the follow-up question, okay, where am I going to find these people? But how much should I pay these people? How much money do I need to have on the side to actually afford this type of help that I'm looking for? The example that I can go off of for Fiverr, for podcast editing, it literally costs me between $5 and $15 to actually get some edits complete uh, and it depended on the package that they provided. So I had to, even though I had all these recordings already done, um, I had to select a package and for some of the packages that only allowed it up to allowed up to a certain amount of hours and podcast episodes. So of course I had to break down the different packages that I purchased. So they were separated. Um, but those range between five and 15 bucks because the last one that I sent was like just one episode for $5. 
So it really just depends. So if you're using something like one of these online contract gigs like Fiverr, it could cost you probably around that same amount if you're into editing, if you're into graphic design, maybe a little bit more. So it really depends. Now, if you're looking for someone to be in-house, you have to think back and, you know, going to your accountant or if you also are your accountant and the business owner and the graphic design artist and just the one woman band, (laughs) just look at your budget, see how much money you have coming in and how much money you can put aside to actually afford a contractor to help you with this business. So there's so many things to consider when you want to find help for your business. The help is out there. You have to be comfortable and knowledgeable enough to know what you actually are requiring this person to do. So again, make that outline of the simple tasks, the tedious tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Write down how many hours that actually takes. Reach out to your resources and uh, websites like Fiverr to see where you can actually pull the person to help you. And then of course, budget. Outline your budget on how you plan to pay for these people to assist. So this is a quick episode. So I hope this helped you. Be sure to comment, you know, send me an an email, if you will, if you have any further questions. And I am happy to answer questions. Talk to you later.